And welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.lv Sam Townsend Music from samtownsendmusic.lv and that to me screams Latvia. It must be Latvia. It is Latvia. This guy is absolutely on fire. That's what a month off can do for you. I said to myself... I need to conquer the Latvian internet market. Absolutely, you did. And you in did. order to do that, I went during the break. I went to Latvia. I met with the Latvian people. Lovely all, people, all, all of them. Lovely people. Oh, they were tremendously welcoming, receptive, receptive to my particular capitalist requirements. Exactly. And uh, since then, I've um, I've become a multi, multi, multi millionaire. I'd, and did you? In- enhance their enjoyment in Latvia? What I did, I pumped every single penny back into the Latvian economy and then left. <laughs> every single penny that you got from your job as enjoyment enhancer yes. into the Latvian economy yes. and then bogged off. Bogged off all in a month. How's the cash flow going? I'm given that you, penniless. How's the cash flow going given that you pay people a lot more than you actually make? Well, it's still, it's tremendously difficult. I will be signing on on Monday. Yeah, that's an old thing, it's signing on on a dole. Yeah. The old bread roll. The old bread roll, if you will, yeah. But no, I had a lovely time in Latvia. Hang on, is that why the TV series Bread was called Bread? Possibly. Right. Uh, today, Samuel, big news. We, had an, we took an episode off. We did. We had to. We, ha- we did have to. It just gave us a chance to recharge our batteries. It gave us a chance to have a wonderful uh, podcast barbecue yesterday, attended by uh, the likes of A Mace. H Mace. A Hamp. A Hamp. S Long. S Kemp and S Long. Yes. And of course me, B Town, the US Town. That's a band, isn't it? S-town. Crazy Town. S Club 7. Yeah. Uh, and A Town. Yes, that's right. Which town? A Town. <laughs> so, great fun that was, wasn't it? It was tremendous. Yeah, I cooked, uh, I grilled off, if you will. Well, uh, you broiled, actually. You char broiled. Uh, tremendous amount of meat, and uh, we we ate the food. We laughed. We reminisced about old times. Mm, so I cried. We cried, uh, and we jammed. We did good fun. Might put a video of that up. Yeah, do. So we're talking today about a couple of things. Uh, we are going to talk about the issues that John's been having with his board recently, uh, his pedal board, and possible solutions. Exactly. Some very good. Just Justin Jesky or Justin Jesk has been putting up some really good John Frusciante videos on his website. And I say it's a website, it's a YouTube channel. Yes. So go and check that out. It's really worth watching if, you, if you're interested in the Red Hot Chili Peppers or just guitar generally. Highly recommend that site. Recommend and it's not things. a site, it's a YouTube channel. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, the site itself, YouTube, is tremendous. I used to be an avid Netflix watcher. Right. But now... Have you stopped now because there's nothing good on there? No, I, I've become... I become upset. I go on YouTube and I watch a video. Then you you know you scroll down and you go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I, I do the same. Here's some recommendations for channels to watch: Rick Shields Golf, Peter Finch Golf, Good Bad Flicks, Cosplay Chris, Jack Jack Creator, Corridor Crew, Red Letter Media, Justin Jeski. Correct. Yeah, I've got a lot of YouTube. Justin Hawkins. Justin Hawkins, Justin Hawkins rides again. Very good. Very good. Again, musically, some really great insight from Justin of the darkness, of course. And, and in fact, um, I should mention this. I went to Brighton last weekend as part of my wife's 40th birthday celebrations. 
And we went to the theatre and invested in a VIP uh, package where we could sit and have a drink before before the show. And we sat in a room of six people, mm. two of whom, well, one of whom was Justin Hawkins' driver. Wow. Yeah. So we chatted all about the darkness, all about driving, and uh, then watched the show, which was a Beatles uh, show in, at the Theatre Royal in Brighton. It was tremendously exciting. Yeah, it looked absolutely lovely. And of course, the darkness supported Extreme. One of your four bands. One of my four bands when we saw them at the Guildhall. Crikey Moses, it's 9 0 to Liverpool. What? And they're still, they're still not going to do them any good. Right, so today we're going to talk a bit about that. We're going to do a first quick reaction to Tip of My Tongue. Yes. Tip of my, tip of my, tip of my, tip of my, tip of my tongue. Do it. Yeah. Tip of my, tip of my, tip of my, tip of my, tip of my tongue. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Um, and we are going to do a episode called Red Hot Collaboration Peppers. Yes, or the Collaboration Hot Chili Peppers. Or the Red Collaboration Chili Peppers. Yes, or the Red Hot Chili Collaboration. Very good. It's the Red Hot Collaboration Peppers, though, just it to is, be clear. Of course. Wonderfully suggested by a friend and newly appointed ambassador, Dennis Randolph. So thank you. If anybody else D-Rand. has... D-Rand, if you will. If anybody else knows or thinks they know any good ideas for episodes, yes. please feel free to email yes, in. Yes, exactly. You, you know, if you, if you know or think you know, <laughs> you know we what? will be the judges. We will be the judges. As to whether or not it's a good idea. We will be the but judges. But if you think it's a good idea... Be prepared to be roundly shamed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> be prepared to be kiboshed. But please do write in. Publicly. <laughs> ben Townsend, please do, yeah. Ben Townsend Music at Hotmail. Dot com. No, all shaming and kiboshing will, there will be, be no privately. There will, there will be no shaming. Well, there we won't even no do it privately. No, no. We appreciate and love all of our listeners. All suggestions will be carried out. We'll be treated on an equal footing. Yes, and they may or may not be carried out. Thank you. Uh, so thank you, D-Rand, for writing in. Yes. Great idea. So we're going to be doing... This is Red Hot Collaboration Peppers Live. So we're going to be looking at some live performances where they collaborated with some other people. Yes. Well, that's the very nature of... Um, Collaboration. It, in, it's going to almost always involve a, a second party. Working with the likes of P-Mal, B-Mars. Who's P-Mal? Post Malone. Oh, yes. S-Lash. S-Lash, yeah. And R- R-Wood. R-Woo. Yeah, R-Woo. <laughs> and uh, B-J Arm. Oh, and S-Dog. Yes, and S-Dog, yeah. <laughs> And S Dog's laid back, isn't it? To say that S Dog's <laughs> laid back is an understatement. <laughs> is he even called S Dog anymore? Who knows? No, he's not. He's called S, S- Lion. Uh, is he though? He uh, was. He right, was. hang on. We're going to have to do a quick. He was for a bit. He for some reason he changed his name from Snoop Dog, which was really cool. Well, then he was Snoop for a bit. S- to Snoop it? Lion. Let's have a look. Snoop Dog. Which. It's better than when Puff Daddy changed his name to P. P. Diddy. Diddy. It's ridiculous. What's he called now? You'll never guess what he's actually called. What? No, I won't. You you won't. Calvin Cordazar Broadus Jr. Okay. Known as Snoop Dogg, previously known as Snoop Doggy Dogg, and briefly Snoop Lion. Yes. So he's back to Snoop Dogg now. Looks like it. Because he was originally, like you say, Snoop Doggy Dogg. He adds. Uh, an extra G and I think the reason he added that was so that he could say D to the O to the double G yeah Snoop Dogg yo rhyming flow with me oh I see so he could have added three but then it would have been well he could he could add as many as you want because he could say D to, a D to the O to the triple G 
uh, Snoop Dogg rhyming, come float with me. Rhymes exactly, oh, works exactly the same. So rhyming with G anyway. Yeah. So if you went uh, D to the O to the G, not, not so good. No. Uh, D to the O to the, to the 10 loople. Yeah. D to the O to the 10 loople G. Snoop Dogg here, come float with me. What's, what's bigger than 10 loople? I suppose it's probably 11. 11 loople. <laughs> <laughs> No one's ever gone higher than 12 people, though. <laughs> no, of course not. That It'd be, be called Snoop Dogg. Yes, it would be professional suicide. Well, you'd think it would be a professional suicide and you call Snoop Dogg. But it wasn't. He enjoys a bifter. We can say that. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yes, he does. We can say that. He is very keen on, on, uh, on bifters. Anyway, we've got to save this, uh, this, this what's he called? S-Dog. Yes. This S-Dog S- content S- for later on. Well, you can't really call him S-Dog because that's his entire surname. Okay, S-Do. Yeah. Missing off all of the G's. Yeah. Yo, because we're G's. We're, we're G's. Um, riding in our cars, that kind of thing. Yeah. Rag top, down from a hair can blow. Goodies on standby. What is what a G? Just say, Gangster. Oh, is it? Yeah. Christ, well, I don't, I'd rather not be a G then. Well, too late. Can I just be a C? Uh, 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 yes. <laughs> you are a C. <laughs> <laughs> can I be a, an LAC? A LAC? What's a LAC? A law abiding citizen. Yeah. Okay, I'll be a R C D. A rebellious citizen dog? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I spelled dog. That's a- dog with twelve <laughs> dog G's. With- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so come on, come on, Samuel. Mm. Knuckle down. Let's get down to business. This has all been very good. We, of course, we should also mention the fact that we're trialling new chairs this this. Oh, this finally got a breakthrough. Don't have to sit on those wooden squeakathons anymore. Well, because you went above my head, went to, went and spoke to my wife. Well, I didn't. I just said out loud, I can't keep doing this. Yeah, and and your wife said, well, why don't you sit on these chairs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't squeak. They don't squeak. They make no noise, but they are extremely low. I feel like I'm, I'm in some kind of relaxation centre. My podcast, you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a man who's really enjoying his curling. We did have a few beers at the barbecue, it has to be said. Well, uh, shock horror. <laughs> wow. Didn't see that one uh, Oh, ju- just to fulfil the stereotype, we had a few beers at the podcast barbecue and then stayed up till one o'clock watching Slain Girls. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what we did. Yeah. We know what we've got to do. Yeah. We got on and did it. That'd be good fun. Yeah. So let's talk about John's rig issues he's having, specifically his pedal board. It, it is a problem with the pedal board, and, and uh, it's happened on numerous occasions during the ULT. Yeah, exactly, the ULT. Yeah. Just talking about this gives me anxiety, because from a perspective of someone who has... First of all, what we'll say is John has a very, very old-school board. A couple of things to say about it. One, it's massive, so he's got loads of pedals. Yeah. And two... They're well, all- well, actually... He's got loads of pedals and therefore it's massive. Yes. And but it's not massive, it's large. Because massive, of course, refers to the, 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 the mass. Yeah, well, it has got a large mass. Has it? It's particularly, particularly, is it density? It, well, his pedals are all very dense. Yeah. So it's, it's a large pedal board. It's, a, it? it's, a, it's a large it's not, it's slash not that massive. massive. Okay, <laughs> it's a large pedal board. And the way John chooses to, to put this together and to have it wired is essentially... You've got the guitar, the lead from the guitar going into an input of a pedal, mm. running through all of the pedals to an output which goes to the amp. 
Now, and that's that's a more traditional way of doing it. Yes, it is. What is what is it that you, do you think that drives him to continue to use this traditional method, even though it's so heavily flawed? He likes old shit, doesn't he? He, yeah, likes doing, he likes doing things old school. Right, okay. So, even to the detriment of... Well, I think that you've got to start having a, having a think about this. There um, are a couple of solutions. There are, and Justin Jeske covers these uh, on a couple of videos that he's done about this. The problem with doing it the way John is doing it is there's so many failure points. You've got so many patch cables, which are the, the short cables that lead go from pedal to pedal. So if John's got, say, 30 pedals on his board, you've got 30... Things 30 pedals, 30. each of which could go wrong. You've got 30 patch leads, each of which could fail. Mm. You've got a hell of a lot of power supply, which, any of which, which could in, fail. Which in today's market, of course, is costing him an absolute that fortune. Is, that, yeah, yeah, that's, power is going through the roof. Um, we did say we'd talk about it, didn't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when something goes wrong, when it goes down... Oh, and also, very difficult to diagnose. Well, exactly, because when something goes down... You can't isolate anything to say, right, John, keep playing. I'm just going to isolate this part of the board, yeah. and we'll see if, it's, see if that affects it. So we'll know that it's in that, it's in that area. Um, Josh's tech, I think he's called Ian, had a great system where he could isolate parts of the board, isolate individual pedals, isolate entire boards. Yeah. So, for example, if Josh had three boards, you can just turn off one of the boards. If it's still working... Yeah. And each individual pedal had a, a light indicator. Yeah, yeah. So, you so can if say that light came that on, you can see which pedal it is. John's not using that system, and it makes it so... This is why I get anxiety. In front of however many thousands of people are watching, his 20. guitar tech, Henry, is expected to come out and be able to solve that problem. And it's nightmarish. It's nightmarish. Henry must be having sleepless nights. I bet he is. So, there's a couple of solutions. He could have a... He could just take the whole thing, rewire it, but even to the point of even just replacing all the pedals. That don't need to go. Quite don't that do far. that. No, I don't see how you that's a solution. You can do that because then you might be able to trust that a bit more. Um, yeah, you but can you're put still, loops, eventually you're going to have the same problem. Yeah, you can put loops in. You can have a system where you can isolate certain parts of the board, or you can keep doing what they're doing and have a little and have a B rig, which is uh, one of the things that Justin Jeske suggested, and actually is what happened during a show. Uh, when it's quite towards the end, towards the end of the show, when they just had three songs left. So that little promotional board that he was using on the show with all of the Jimmies. Yes, the Jimmy Fallon and the Jimmy... Kimmel. Kimmel. Is there. So you just pop that on and he was able to finish off the show like that. It's From a point of view of myself performing live, I had a board that was not as big as John's, but it had maybe 20, 15 pedals on it. It's probably just as massive, though. Oh, it was massive. Had about 15 pedals on it. Again, wired from one end to the other, in from the guitar. Did you ever have a total collapse? Yeah. And, that, and at that point, I, again, had so many points of failure that it was almost impossible to diagnose what was wrong. Mm. So what I did, very quickly... Was did you it. scream out, is there a pedal doctor? Yeah, I said, where is Henry? John Vachante's guitar tech. <laughs> Henry! No, Ian! Ian, install a, a bright onion thing. Uh, oh, a bright onion... Um, thing <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I put a couple of fallbacks in place one I had basically a B-rig on a, on a boss board uh, so you could have six pedals on that. that that was ready to go get your basics and as a third backup I just had I, took, I isolated some pedals that I could just run on battery 
and had spare patch leads. Mm. So if it all went down, I could just run off battery power for the rest of that gig, yeah. which, is fu- which is fine with pedals, and just switch out the patch leads. That would take five minutes. Yeah. To get this far into the Unlimited Love Tool with not a real solution they've got the b-rig now is just is is strange and um jj got himself a bit of heat for he wasn't suggesting that that henry wasn't doing a great job he actually is because it's a he's doing what john wants him to do Mm -hmm. obviously and dave lee has actually put something on social saying that henry's doing a great job the best he can do in those circumstances or worse to that effect yeah it's just a you're asking for trouble yeah, you are. And I found that when I was playing with gear that I felt could go wrong at any point, mm. you're not focusing on your playing and performing so much. It's bound part, to play part, in your mind. Part of your mind is thinking, when, when is, is this going to When is up? this shit going to go, go wrong? Yeah, exactly. Now, I d- when I was performing uh, it, with the lukewarms, I had an amp that had an intermittent problem. Oh, yes, you did. The most annoying kind of problem. So we were playing a gig for somebody's birthday and it, it was cut a, out it was a charity do we were doing we it were doing was a charity great do, right. work supporting it was for firemen it was for yes for the fire service um amp stopped working so yeah. i had to go to oh, a, we, go we, to someone's we almost, house we had a major fallout that night did we yeah why because of the amp issues i can't remember i can't remember what happened but i just remember there being a major fallout but yeah you had to go and borrow for some reason you knew someone who had exactly the same amp well the reason i bought the amp that amp in the first place was because you borrowed his originally and i liked it yeah but, but you fixed it now haven't you yeah well i did still got that amp, yeah yeah it's good what amp. i did then though when i was doing is it is it a valveste no that's the uh pro one five defender pro one five uh, okay i've got marshall valveste <laughs> um so what i did when i was doing ben Townsend music was actually carted two amps one because i liked the sound of the fender pro one eight five and the the marshall combo when they were played together yeah and they're both working and they're both working but also if one of them fails you still you can still carry on just with one amp so switch to the valvesta or the pro 185 depending depending on which so interesting topic i'm sure you'll all agree (laughs) yes well it's it is slightly staggering that a band of you know the stature of red hot chili peppers can be can be suffering these problems repeatedly yeah but as you say it's down to john's uh, preferences yeah and and henry the guitar tech is doing what he can given those parameters. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just... And it must be frustrating for the rest of the band, thinking, well, this keeps well, happening. Well, eventually, eventually, you know, you think, you think of Anthony's tendency to forget lyrics. Eventually, he got a teleprompter. Yeah, he did, after 25 years. So eventually, John's just going to have to say, well, this, this, okay, doesn't, this, doesn't, this doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't work. I'll get rid of this massive uh, pedal board and get a teleprompter. <laughs> Yeah, and it can just make the noises. It's a strange situation. It's interesting to hear things like the chorus of Charlie played completely clean, and it shows how much yeah. he's he doesn't use the drive on the amp. Um, he just uses the pedals for his drive sounds. Yeah. So we we must move on though. Mm. That is something that is happening. We'll we, well, we'll keep an eye on it, won't we? Keep an eye on it. We will, and, and we suggest that everybody does. And we we say the B rig is the solution that they're using I think, at the moment. I think definitely. Yeah, the B-Rig is, is the answer. The brig appears to be the, the solution that they've employed. Yeah. So we are now going to move on to a reaction time. We're not going to do a deep dive on this song, but we're going to talk a little bit about... Tip of my, 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 tip of my,
As we aggressively lick our way out of tip of my tongue, yes, Sam, what do you make? We're licking a lolly. A bag? We're licking a lolly. We are. Yes, a big, juicy, tasty lolly. Nothing, you know, nothing else. No, an all-day sucker, like the all-day sucker Pete Moore gave me. I gave that a damn good licking. You did. You did. I really did. Anyway, let's I, let's I stop know. saying lick. Yes, let's let's talk about the song. What do you think about the song? Well. It was one of those songs, the first time I listened to it, it, it requires repeat, repeat listening to form an opinion, I found. Once I'd done that, and I felt I was in a position to form an opinion, I formed the opinion that it's bloody excellent. Well, you tweeted, tip as a ripper. I did, and that went viral. Mm, it did. Three likes? Well, certainly three or four. Yeah, great. It went mad, that tweet. Got retweeted. By me. Once. <laughs> okay, so you're... I'm an internet sensation. You're a big fan of uh, Tip of My Tongue. It's a ripper. Tip is a ripper, as they Tip say. Tip is a ripper. But why? Well, I've got another question first. Okay. Well, I just Do you think... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to circle back <laughs> around to that. Okay. Because I might not think it's a ripper. Okay. Do you think it should... A, a lead single for an album should take you multiple listens to get into it? Or should it grab you from the off? Interesting. Interesting question. See, Black Summer grabbed me from the off because it's more it's a more simple, straightforward listen. Agreed. Yeah, uh, it's more I say it's more recognisably chilly. I don't, in fact I don't don't think it is. No, this I think it's more recognisable. Yeah, this is, I mean this is definitely the Red Hot Chili Peppers and it's got a lot of qualities that you associate with the chilies and a lot of qualities that make it a fantastic listen. And in turn make it a great song to listen to repeatedly. Because there's a lot more, as Pete Moore said, there's a lot more here to unpack. Well, if you couldn't uh, listen to it repeatedly, how would you form an opinion? I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> I think uh, it's... I would have to go out and buy either a subscription to a streaming service. Hmm? Well, that's all you can do at the moment, isn't it? You don't need to, because it's on the official Chili's channel. So you can. Oh, just... yeah, or a computer. It's, it's, these days that we live in are so odd. What, why would you spend money on the single... When you can just listen to it whenever you want on YouTube. Well, that's true, but I, I, I do. Subscribe. I mean, I did spend money on the single so that I can use it on this episode. Yeah, whereas did I. But not everybody does a Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. No, in fact, as far as we know, no one does, <laughs> but, apart from us. Yeah, but yeah, so th- those are the. Re- I, I, I think the Swans on form. Yes, agreed. Certainly, vocally, lyrically, I think there's some questions to be. Oh, asked. he says you bit it's, he says, I'm, some, on the, I'm on the brink of this, tell me what you think of this. Yeah, it, there's, some, there's some classic swan rhyming. He could there? have just said, I know that the line is, I'm on the brink, tell me what you think. Mm. But he says, I'm on the brink of this, tell me what you think I of like this. That, Why though. didn't he just say, I'm on the brink of this, tell me what you think of Something thrift? else. 
No, it has to rhyme with this, doesn't it? I like that line. I like. Shiss. I like. I like uh, rhymes. Kiss. Where the rhyme is different, but then it says something the same after that. Okay. So a big fan. So you you actually find that to be. I love it. Appealing. Swans on point. Yes. Flea. I think the, 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 flea across the board on on UL. Flea Sean. Hmm. Is he? I think he's going to continue. He's to still show. here. The video. I love the video. Definitely three out of the four of them look like they're having fun. Who isn't? Pedalboard. Pedalboard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pedalboard looks a bit miserable. Pe- pe- well, but the thing is, Pedalboard doesn't like this kind of thing. Pedalboard does. Does he? Yes. Oh, why doesn't he look like he's enjoying it? <laughs> cheer, cheer up, Pedalboard. There is some great bits. I find that, for me, I immediately... <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, first, this is, one, first one of the episode. This is this is just <laughs> this is, my opinion. This, this is, is for me. This is just for Ben. I hear here ever after at the beginning. Really? Yeah, and I hear obviously a very obvious kind of ready-made part. Yeah. Well, straight away I hear. Um, oh bugger! He's forgotten what he hears. No, but, but no, when, I, when I put that on Twitter, what? The, no, the what's of, can't stop two. Oh, dark necessity. Yeah, dark necessity. Yeah, see, I don't hear that. And other people came back with stuff, some of which I could hear, some of which I couldn't. It's, yeah. it, the subjectivity of it all is still the thing that provokes the conversation. I think, John, that, that, that lick that you... you know, Ready-made bit. Yeah, is, is fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Um, I, I'll go to probably my biggest dislike of it is mm. when I'm listening to it, particularly in the shower. Right. And it goes to that... Ultimate lull in the middle. The here ever after bit. Yeah, like I mean, I like. But the thing is, I like the fact that Flea does more the second time round than he does in the intro. Yeah, part, so but I just, still, I just don't think it needs that complete close down. I, I am. I can see what you're saying. I also think it is potentially a little bit too long as well. Yes, because it closes down, then starts up, and then goes to a yeah. whole another cycle. But also, how is that close down going to translate live? Well, I, I think it'd be brilliant. They're going to close it down. Everyone's going to be going, yeah, they won't know if pedal board has it, failed or if the song's just closing <laughs> yeah. down. Well, exactly. Because when I'm listening to the, in the shower... Sorry, pedal, is... pedal board won't fail. Pedal board's pedal board. Oh, no, pedal board is reliable. Pedal board's Pe- pedal great. Pedal board yeah. is... It's terrible. Yeah. Especially pedal board's pedal board's pedal board, which is the B-rig. The B- well, the B-rig, I haven't had any problems with that because I've only used it once. <laughs> we might get in trouble if we call John pedal board, so we better stop. <laughs> Why? <laughs> in the shower... When yeah. it goes to that ultimate breakdown, I think it's finished, or I think there's a problem with my phone. But surely that was only the first time you heard it. No, it continues <laughs> every to time. Um, that, well, well, quite often, why, why only in the shower? Well, because uh, during other listens, I know exactly what's going on, but I might be lathering my hair. So, yeah, or, sometimes you're a bit more confused when you're in the shower. Yeah, I, I get very confused. I can't but, shower alone. Befuddled. <laughs> can you? I become, well, I just become increasingly confused as the shower goes on. Yeah. Uh, until eventually, I, I don't know where I am, what I'm doing. What, what's or, happening with the song? Yeah, what's going on with the song? It Has hasn't it finished? finished. You turn it off. <laughs> yeah. I, I scream out, the song's finished early again. Anna, Anna, the song's <laughs> finished. Can you come back in and restart it? Yeah. And then you and think it, she's coming, she so it all starts in, again. She comes up. It hasn't finished. It's still going, oh yeah, it must be the close down. Yeah. Sorry, I was confused. Yeah. Again. In the shower. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, these days I've taken to bathing. It's much safer. Hmm. Well, it's a different experience, isn't it? But we are—we should be trying to save water, so... I don't breathe. So, back to tip of my tongue. Uh, the great parts. Is it... What's the better single? What's the better opening single? And is it Black Summer or is it Tip of My Tongue? Oh, that is so... Because they're so different. Black, Sun, Black, Black Summer, Summer... I think you walk away from Black Summer, having heard it once, and you could pretty much 
sing the chorus. Yeah. And you could also say, you could also do the... Pirate impression. The pirate impression, almost. I don't think tip of my tongue, I don't think you walk, walk away from that the first or second time. So I think you think yeah. Black Summer is a better lead single. I think, yes, yeah, it's, it's strange because I'm by some distance I prefer tip of my tongue. Yes. But for the casual listener, I think Black Summer is a much better lead single. Much better, it's much, way more radio friendly, for example. Oh, I think tip of my tongue is radio friendly. Even with the huge breakdown in the middle, I mean, radio listeners are just going to think it's finished. Yeah. Walk Especially off. Turn the shower. Turn the radio off. Mm. Shout to their wife. Can you come and turn us back on? Turn the radio off. The song's finished. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you go with Tipper's a ripper. Tipper is a ripper. Um, is it a good lead single? Yes. Does it have its flaws as a lead single? Yes. yes. I like the video as well. It's very kind of late, mid-late period Beatles, mm. like Yellow Submarine. Um, the artwork that you used to get in the chord book for the Beatles. Yes. Uh, it's very psychedelic. Yeah. Psychedelic sex funk live from heaven, if you will. Psychedelic sex funk live from some kind of video recording facility. Yeah, a studio. Yes. <laughs> yes. Psychedelic sex funk with three cheerful men. And pedal <laughs> I am working. I can't be with you every second. I need you. I know you need me, but I, can't, I don't even know where you are anymore. I called Master P's house. He doesn't know where you are. I got three angry messages from DeBrat on my machine. What is going on, Snoop? Baby, baby. I'm gonna make it up to you, okay? I just feel like I don't know what's going on with hey, us anymore. I need you. Look well, what I brought. All right. Well, then how are you gonna make it up to me? Look what I brought. You know what I'ma do. I'm with the red hot chili peppers that went it live. At the Billboard Awards, one nine nine nine. All up in your face, I got the style of the grace. I got the homeboy fleet. He's a G on the base. We swing it, bring it, give it to you like you wanna get it. The Snoop Dogg is on the mic. You know I got to spit it. And with me with it, oh, put your hands in the air. Wave your hands from side to side. Come on, put your hands in the air. Wave your hands from side to side. Somebody say ho. As we come doggy style out of Scar Tissue, performed at the Billboard Music Awards in 1999, 1999, as Snoop might say. Mm. What did you make of that performance of Scar Tissue and uh, the collaboration with Snoop Dogg? Well, should we start by discussing the, the main course, which I consider to be Scar Tissue itself? With no collaboration. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes, let's dive into that main course. Yeah. Um, 
it, you know, it, obviously it's a great song, but it just seems a particularly laid back performance. Mm. Uh, some might say lackluster. I think it's okay for what it is, which is an awards show. You know what it's like. But I mean, we know all too well what it's like when you've got a you hustled on stage and, and not- at an awards ceremony, as we have been so many times. Mm. Introduced by. Snoop and Kathy Griffin having some kind of argument. <laughs> yeah. is that, who is that woman? Kathy Griffin uh, is a controversial American actress. She started off with uh, uncredited roles in things like Pulp Fiction. She was actually credited... Oh, hang on, as is she the woman hit, from the diner? No, she's Hit and Run Witness. Battle Beyond the Stars she was in. An a- credited as Alien Extra. Then moved on to bigger films. I know her as... Sally Weaver in Seinfeld. She makes a couple of appearances on a couple of episodes, so right. I did recognise her. Yeah. She shouts. She shouts a lot. All through and that introduction. What the fuck is that all about? I, I, I couldn't tell you, but I can Maybe tell there you. was some context that's lost if you just watch it, you know, like that. Well, I can tell you who Master P is, who she mentions. Who? Uh, American rapper. Master P. Hmm. She mentioned someone else as well, but I, I just couldn't find out who that no. was. But very odd, a very odd introduction. But Snoop Dogg all the way through. Well, after the main body, and he gives the rose, oh, he looks very pleased with himself. He's thrilled. He's thrilled. He's thinking, I can get off stage. I've got about three and a half minutes to have a quick spliff. Yeah, and then I'm going to wander on, just kind just of move in like this. <laughs> I mean, he is so laid back, that guy. And then he starts like. Yeah, just little, starts doing a little dancing. Yeah, oh, it's, like, my. it's hilarious. Why am I? <laughs> I like this John Frusciante look, though. Yeah, um, oh, so do I. That's actually, that's the first thing that sprang to my look, mind. He looks great. Right. Great clothing choices. Lovely big ponytail. Beard. Yeah. He looks he, like a musketeer. It wasn't a look that he sported for that long. No, it's a shame. It's a shame because I, I could just see him, you know, with Dog Tanyan and the three musket hounds. Yes, yeah. It, did, was this directly after they'd finished recording the other side video? I suppose it must I've have. got that written down. Um, they wheeled... They swan wheeled, straight from filming the other side. They wheeled the swan from, other, from the other side of it. And uh, Chad's wearing his, his little bowler hat as well. That's he wears, his um, Jack Sherman tribute hat. Yeah. Not Jack Sherman, sorry, Jack Irons tribute hat. Does he wear that on the other side of it? No. Well, I don't think so. No. No, okay. But he went through a brief period of wearing that hat. Wearing that round hat. Mm. Chad's round hat, we call it. But yes, I mean, they, they, and Flea's got his, his green hair. Yeah, love it. Flea's super cool. I love the way the title card comes up and it says Californication. Californication. And that actress that you just mentioned. Yes. Uh, called it, when she name-checked the album, she called it Californication. Californication. Dear, dear Sally Griffin. If she that is your name, it's not. Cathy, <laughs> Californication. Californication. Full volume. But, but Snoop, I don't see you anymore. Yeah, what's it all about? Don't what's going on with us anymore? What, what the hell are you talking about? Well, I started out, baby. Here's a rose. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a rose out of my massive jacket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it says dog on the front. <laughs> How many Gs? Uh, well, I think presumably two. I think we should say that we watched this on, is it, was it All You Need Is Love? Mm. That version, it's got the subtitles and it's got that intro. But yeah, it's a pretty stripped-back performance Yeah, of Scar Tissue. Yeah, John's quite laid-back. I like the first solo is just the chords, which I always like when, when they take that approach to Scar Tissue. <laughs> yes. Um, a good bit of during-song recovery from John, whose microphone starts off so high as to stand on tiptoes to reach it. Yeah. Which, back in the day, was his way 
uh, quite often to be kind of looking up while he was doing backing vocals. Yeah. But he does yank it down. He does. Well, it's, it's too Doesn't hard. miss a beat. Doesn't miss a beat. Right, I'm not surprised. I mean, it doesn't take much to, to pull down a, 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 a microphone stand. <laughs> John, I can adjust, I'm adjusting mine now, but you'd never know. But you will, because it'll go on the track. At 2.11, John makes a bit of a hash of that verse. Oh. Gets a little bit wrong. Just well, gets himself a little bit befuddled, and it's all right. It's yeah. just... Well, I, I think the whole performance is kind of has that feel of, of not being quite, quite up to scratch. Well, on the breakdown part... But that's because, it, you know, this is very soon after the song was released. Yeah. And they were slight, a slightly raw outfit. Yeah, they were. They were they, at that point. Because John had not been back that long. No, just rediscovering his skills. Yeah, yeah. The Swan says he'll make it to the groon on the last time he says that, after uh, the breakdown. Does he? You know, he often, he, he mentions the moon a lot. And something that doesn't get mentioned that often is the groon. Is the groon. No, he doesn't mention the groon so much. Maybe in Tip of My Tongue he does. Have to listen to the lyrics a bit more carefully. Last night I made it to the groon. I oh. had to crawl. Hmm. That's right. But I did make it. Well done. I'll make it to the groon if I have to crawl. Solo 3 is nice, really thick tone. Very lovely, thick. Lovely thick tone. Yeah. And then we're into Red Hot Mama, which we have a... I mean, we saw this, and then in the lukewarms decided, Cookie McDonald, we decided that we were going to do Red Hot Mama as... Quite often, the open of yeah, the gigs, the, yeah, we, we opened, and, but we went to suck my gigs. kiss, didn't we? Yeah, with Red Hot Mama, and they come in hot, don't they? Red Hot Mama from Louisiana, yeah, big, it's great, and the Swans sounding good, yeah. I, I think the Swan, the Swan actually sounds better in the in the Red Hot Mama section than he does in in the Scar Tissue yeah. section. Yeah, he makes some, not, you know, it's okay during Scar Tissue, but mm. he's he's not exactly perfect. No, but again, it's that thing. You come on, you sing one song, you go off, and yeah, you're not gonna, you're not given any chance you to settle into it. To You've the been nines. all day filming the other side <laughs> video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're worn out, casting that huge coat around. In comes Snoop, does a little walk. Yes, one, two, to the word. Yeah, I know that. I'm just rapping my thing there. Um, it's an easy starter, isn't it, for a rapper? Gives you. Um, oh, I mean, it's perfect for him. I quite like this. It's not blistering, though, is it? No, definitely not. It's not rapid wordplay. It's, no, it's not. But it's it's there's a fair amount of words in there, and you, you know you've got to remember them. Yeah, or do you? Because he can say pretty much anything as long as it rhymes. Well, he's got to rhyme then. He's got it's got to fit. Well, you say one two to the snoop to the dog yo yo, and I'll I'll just come up with a rhyme. Okay, fine. Uh, one two to, to the, the snoop. snoop to the dog yo yo. One two to the snoop dog dog yo yo. Here I come, here I come, and I'm going to flow. <laughs> it's that easy. Right. <laughs> okay, well, you do it then. I'll, I'll... Okay. One, two, to the dark, to the snoop, say yo. Six, nine, eight, nine, I'm going to flow. <laughs> <laughs> it's this game again. <laughs> the game that never grows old. So what I did there, did you see what I did? I, 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 it's I, a I different thought, number. I'll, <laughs> I'll continue the, the number theme. Yeah. And then... Indicate that I'm going to go. Well, you do the, me. You do show. me again. I've got right. something. I'll do some numbers. One, two, one, two to the snoop on the go. Two plus two equals floor. Yeah, I'll flow. Uh, two so- plus two equals floor. Can <laughs> <laughs> I make it to the groom? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'll make it to the groom if I have to crawl. Uh, so, of course, we did Red Hot Mama at my wedding. Yes. Uh, before we played Suck My Kiss. So, a storied history. I'm sure you'll agree. Well, and again, I'd just like to go back to the end bit. Where the swan, uh, swan comes in 
and finishes it off. I think it sounds great. Yeah, they, they all come back in nice and tight there yeah. because John and Swan come back in together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. And it's got that little bit of extra riffery. And it's got that kind of, you know, where the swan, red hot mama. Yeah, it's that, it's that kind of real, sounds like it's coming from the, from the gut, from the, the diaphragm. The gu- yes, yeah. Yeah. Or wherever. All right, next is Give It Away live at the 2004 Superb Owl halftime show. We rise from the floor of the garage to talk about Give It Away live at the Super Bowl in the year of 2014, the halftime show, Bruno Mars' halftime show. So you're talking about eight years ago. That is ex- exactly what I'm doing, Sam. I tell you what. Go on. I thought it was going to be longer ago than that. Did you? Why? Based on the Swan's physical appearance. Do you think he was a bit chunky? Yeah, I think he, he looks a lot younger. Than he he, there, do, than he, he does. Did. He does. You're right. Yeah, but in, in, he's also a bit, a bit bulkier. Oh yeah, no, he's bulkier. But I just think he he looks he looks younger. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, I suppose eight years when you're in your fifties, eight years physically is is quite a long time. Yeah, it's about um, twelve, twenty four uh, times twelve by eight, and then it's that many months. Mm. But yeah, I just I just thought the swan looked particularly good. I mean, like you say, quite chunky in the body. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, anyway, I love not... his pose because I love the way they rise out the stage perfectly on cue. Yeah. And yeah. the swan is just there, arms aloft. Let's address let's address the controversy about this, and it, I'm putting controversy in um, in, you know, in inverted commas. Well, you normally call them something else. Uh, speech marks. Uh, 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 no, parentheses are, are, are brackets. Well, how do you know that I was thinking of that one? Because I knew you were. Were you? Well, I was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's first of all say, Jesus Christ. The chilies turn up around about the eight-minute mark or so. Yeah. But there's eight minutes before that of utter pure genius from Bruno Mars. Beamer. I mean, he is one of the most talented mus- multi-instrumentalists. Talented performance performers out there. He is the modern day James Brown, I would say, plus some. I think we watched a version. What do we say it was called? You've got this, or something like that. Yeah, you got this. You You got got this. this. Yeah. So we watched the whole thing. Bruno Mars is fantastic. Starts with an outrageous drum solo. I know. I know. I didn't even know he could drum until 2014. Then I forgot, and then I remembered again. Yeah. And then when the chilies burst out, it is a sight to behold. You have got to be on top of your game to keep up with Bruno Mars and his band yeah. who are just bundles of energy yeah. bundles of superbly talented energy mm. and the Chilis are on form now 
admittedly, the only person who needs to worry about that in this particular situation is a swan. Yes. And he brings it. Yeah, he does bring he it. He brings it. He sounds great. Without he's, a shadow of a doubt. He he's sounds... there. They're all giving it the energy, but the swan sounds really good. Yeah, he does. So the vocal, the, the instrumental tracks were pre-recorded. The instrumental tracks were pre-recorded. My, Chad looks good because there's, there's a couple of times where he's doing double cymbal hits and stuff and I watched that and thought, well, either he's really... Re- Got a good memory to remember that when they recorded yeah. that special version of it. Well, I think I, I think Chad. I think two things here. Flea and Josh re- refused to um, have any wires because they could have done that. Yeah, but they're like, no, okay. They were they were they were under instruction that they had to pre-record. Yes. So they're saying, right, we're not going to plug in because we want it to be clear that we're not playing live. Yes. They then blatantly exaggerate some of their. Playing. Like Josh's solo, for example. Yeah, to make it clear that they're not playing live, which I think is good again. And I think Chad does that to a certain extent at times. Right, OK. Flea and um, Josh also further accentuate the fact that they're not live by only having their speaker cabinets on the, mm. sta- the little stage. Mm. They've got no amp heads, which most people wouldn't notice or wouldn't care about. But by golly, Sam, I bloody noticed. Well, you did. And that's one of the things I like about you, that attention to detail. That's, you got to. Yeah. But that, Flea, Flea said afterwards, because it did cause controversy. Well, Flea wrote an open letter. Yeah. Now, did. maybe it was a flea mail, I'm not sure. Actually. No, it was an open letter. It was an open letter. No room for argument, he said. NFL stipulated that they didn't want to risk the sound issues. But they risked the swan singing live, but he absolutely pulled it off. So why? Well, I suppose uh, they didn't want to be obviously someone obviously miming. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And you can't have Bruno Mars performing live. But Bruno, swan Mars, but Bruno Mars's band all performed live. Yeah, but they would be given the longer time to, to sound check to get everything right, because it's, it's his gig, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, OK. Uh, so and tr- 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 traditionally, it is played live, I think. It's just maybe this because insert, it was a collaboration. This little insert, and it's yeah, and what a collaboration! What we're, what we're basically doing is looking at the red hot chili peppers for some reason popping up in the middle of a Bruno Mars show and then going away again. Yeah, but Bruno's band love it. Bruno loves it. Bruno joins in with some of the singing. Bruno's hype man is giving it loads and kind of doubling yeah, the swan what, on some of the when lines. he goes what? Yeah, but it's also there's, there's a particular line where he just sings the end of the line. It works really well. Yeah. Oh, it. it I think. I, Overall, it is fantastic. So do I. I've got goosebumps watching it, even though I know it's a pre-record. It's the energy that Josh gives it, I think, as, as yeah, well. This so yeah. much. I like the way that he does a double slide in before his solo, and he remembers to do the double slide. Yeah. You know, That's what that a double good. slide sounds what like. What did that sound like? Motorbike. Oh, it sounded like a... a, a like a fizzy. Motorbikes that people, like 17-year-olds drive. Yeah, fizzy. Is that what you call them? Yeah, I call them fizzy. I think they're... They, How powerful are they? Well, they're just bloody hair dryers on wheels, aren't they? They used to turn up when I was at Nodeswood. There was one lad who'd turn up on his fizzy and like pick a, one of the girls up because yeah. he was an older boy. Yeah, and then you'd see him driving over the forest, yeah. going at like 30 miles an hour, top yeah. speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love it. But I did think at that time, God, I wish I had a fizzy. Well, I, I once I had a hell of a time once on a on the back of a a, a Suzuki. Really? Yeah. I mean, so a fizzy might be a Suzuki. I think it's the name fizzy is derived from like it was. It's F1 well, my friend, Z. whatever whatever that particular license was, my friend got it 
and got this motorbike. De- can you just give me the initials so I can know who you're talking about? Uh, after the show. Well, just mouth it to me. No, no. We're, we're, at this stage, I'm going to tell the story. Okay. So I didn't have... He had a crash helmet. I wore a hard hat. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the back of a Suzuki trail bike. Yes. Wearing a hard hat. It's late at night. Oh, and that makes it safer. So we went over across the forest and all that kind of stuff and then came through Hyde. And as we came through Hyde, the police started tailing us. Wow. So we pulled in to where Rocco's Pizza is, around the back of Rocco's Pizza. And because I worked there, I knew that there was a pedestrian, little pedestrian walkway. Yeah. So I said, quickly pull in there, jumped off the bike, threw down the helmet. Went to a building site where you blended in. Went through the pedestrian walkway, which was back where we'd come from. So the police followed us in and I ran then back out, up the road, got away. I'll tell you what, you are a Michael Jackson song. Yeah. Do you know which one? Uh, smooth criminal absolutely <laughs> yes it was great it was a great escape and of course the person who was on the bike hang on you constructed a series of tunnels only one of which was successful but was too short to get to the tree line yes climbed out and eventually only about two of you actually escaped Germany that's exactly what happened wow um, the, the chap on the bike who was left then talking to the police and they approached him and said look Where's that other guy? Where's that builder? <laughs> yeah. Where's that builder? We, is saw, on the back of we saw that you had a builder on the yeah. back. I was here, just like. giving that builder a lift to work. Yeah, where's he gone? He ran off. And of course, he, <laughs> I was I was in the wind. Yeah, like Michael and Alan Partridge. Yeah, it was fun. it was brilliant. <laughs> oh, good story. I, I I would tell you a story about one of my friends, but I, I won't tell you who the friend was. <laughs> no. Well, I'll tell you afterwards. I, I don't want to incriminate anyone. I've you just won't. Inc- I've just incriminated yourself. No, but I think the statute of limitations has run out on that particular crime. I'm not sure it was a crime. Well, it was. Well, why did you get away from the police then? Uh, well, just in case. Just <laughs> ah, Mr. Case. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Justin, no, no, Justin, I, I don't want to bring Justin into this. No, but... But I have now. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he wasn't involved. I should, he was I behind should, you on the bike yeah, wearing, wearing a, a Lego helmet. <laughs> <laughs> on a full-size head. <laughs> I mean, he really had to get away. I've never never known anyone specifically make reference to a Lego helmet. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the things that you could have had Justin wearing. Oh, that's what he was wearing. I only said that because that's exactly... How did he keep it on his head? Did he have a little... You know how the Lego men have a little hole and the helmet has a... a... Well, the Lego men have a bump on the head, don't they? And then the the, the helmet has a thing. Yeah, but that's... He had a bump on his head. about just in case. He has that feature. And also, if we're, t- if we're talking about Just In Case, which we are, shout out to Little Philip Leadwork. Big shout out to the lovely Dolly track. Oh, I saw Dolly and Philip. On the back of a motorcycle. Um, last month, I met, I met up with them in oh, did you? Um, oh, Ken- thanks. Kensington. Thanks South for, Kensington. Did you? Thanks for that's why Dolly mate. lives now. She's doing very well for herself. Well, she's laid that much track. Mm. Well, yeah, she's, laid, she's managed actually to lay a track directly from her house. Uh, to any destination in the UK. Wow. So she's more of a, tra- a rail service now. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, she's always late and very expensive. Now, Felice said they saw it as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yes. So oh, of course, this, the open letter. And nobody else was going to hear that version of Give It Away. It was a one-off performance because they recorded that and then presumably it's in the archive somewhere. you say no one? Nobody else that wasn't either... At that particular Super Bowl, or watching this at the time on TV, or watching it now in the past on YouTube, mm. 
So will. millions upon millions, millions of people. Yes, but it's not going to be repeated. It was a one-off performance, is what I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So it's been since been binned. So binned the, the tapes, and trashed. The tapes have been trashed and binned. Yes, I have, yeah. Uh, Bruno's hype man, as I said, great. A lot of, what? Yes! Yeah. Which is cool. So you do give me a bit of... Do a bit, give it away, and I'll do. I'll be Bruno Titan. Okay, uh, give it away, give it away, give it away now. What? Yes, give no. it away. Give it, <laughs> sorry, I got you, you do your bit. Yeah, give it away, give it away, give it away what? now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was excellent. Oh, I thought you'd enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's cool. I really enjoy that. We we all. At know- one point, of course, the swan goes, "Give it away, give it away, give it away, flea." And you think he's going to then go around and do what he normally does, which is name check all the members of the band. Oh, so like, give it so, away, give it away, give it away, Josh. I don't think at Bruno's gig you could get away with that. But he, but he did flee and then he stopped. Maybe he realised. Yeah, this is Bruno's gig. This is Bruno's gig. I mustn't name check the other two members of the band. I highly recommend watching this entire halftime show. Bruno Mars is brilliant. Chili is absolutely awesome. Yeah. Also recommend watching, I think it was the year after, Katy Perry did it. And she came out and did Raw. And came out a massive uh, lion. It's Snoop, great. Who came out on the back of Snoop Lion? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That he, would, that's a hell of a collaboration. He was high as a kite, very laid back. <laughs> just <laughs> gently wiggling <laughs> from side to side. Well, no, he was, if he was playing this part, truthfully, he was on all fours. All fours. He yeah. was on all fours, and Casey Perry was on, the, on his back. Yeah. He was encouraging the crowd to wave their hands in the air. Yeah, but that caused a problem. And say, ho! Oh. Ho! I said ho! I said ho! I said S to the N to the O O P, D to the O to the double G. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So, it's not great. Well, as we erupt out of higher ground, performed at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. 2012? 2012 is correct, bro. That is the definition of organised chaos. That is the definition of organised chaos. What a stage full of people. They did a couple of songs. Yes. Oh, well, they did three songs, in fact. Well, least. it was a big night for the band, of course. By the way, give it away, higher ground. A lot of... Drummers, switcheroos going on during yeah, that. It's uh, a celebration of music, celebration of the band. Well, it's a big year for inductees as well. We'll have a look at that in a minute. By the way, Chad played the drums. Give it away, Chad and Cliff Martinez and Jack, Jack Irons. Yes. And then on higher ground, it was Chad, I believe Cliff remained in place. Yeah. And then it's Kenny Jones. Kjo. Kjo from the Faces slash Small Faces. Ah, face-based. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot, of those, a lot of the people who were on stage that year are at that thing because they also got inducted. Yes, that's right. Exactly. So that year, inductees included Beastie Boys, The Crickets. Uh, I noticed Buddy Holly pointedly didn't turn up. 
Donovan, of course. Yes. Um, GNR. Small faces slash faces. Yes. So you've Season got... of the Witch. And it's a good Donovan song. Is it? Yes. Don't know that one. Oh, yeah. It's great. Check it out. Did he do Mellow Yellow? Yeah, they call me Mellow Yellow. I don't know how it goes. Look, it was, it's pretty much that. Is it? Who do we have on stage? No, who was inducted? Let's think about that first. Out of the Chili's. Okay, yeah. The Swan. Yeah, Anthony Keyless. Flea. Flea. John. John Fashanta. Chad. Chad Smith. I think you're going to have to say... Um, Flea's real name because it sounds like you don't know his surname. Well, I do, but I mean Michael Balzary. Fine, but I just felt that he's he is synonymous with Flea. Like, right. like, would you say Slash Saul Hudson? No, I wouldn't. No. Okay, but the, the Swan, for example, is a nickname that he gave himself and has since died out. We we refer to him as that, but not many people do. Okay, Josh Klinghoffer, the Hofmeister General. Yes, yes. Uh, in the introduction, Chris Rock, when Chris Rock's inducting them, he, I think he calls Josh Josh Crawler. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly doesn't say Klinghoffer. It's, it's unclear. Certainly doesn't say Klinghoffer. No. Certainly doesn't say the Hofmeister General. No. Got Halal, of course. Yes. Jack Irons and Cliff Martinez. Yes. So that's all of the people that got inducted. So there was controversy there because, for, for example... Jack Sherman yeah. is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Dave Navarro isn't. No. And this is apparently because only original, current, and those who have played on multiple records right. can be inducted under the right. Hall of Fame's rules. Okay. But it's crazy. I mean, you're not telling me that, that Jack Sherman wasn't a Red Hot Chili Pepper or Dave Navarro wasn't a Red Hot Chili Pepper or Blackbird McKnight. Where was where's he? <laughs> Eric Marshall, DH. Pellegro. Yeah. Where are these people? Well, Ben. Jesse Tobias. Yes. Or Jess. We can only go by the rules. I, li- I live my life as an, as a, an uh, LAC. Yes, you do. A lack. I'm a law abider. A rule, a rule obeyer. Yeah. And therefore, I respect what we're being told. However, it does seem unjust. But we are not, uh, you know, we are not able to question those in positions of authority. I get you've got to draw the line somewhere because otherwise, with the ban at Chili's, you would you would have. Well, yeah, but they've only ruled out about three or four people. Why did not just include them? Well, Dave, Dave and Jack, oh, without a doubt, should have been in there. Eric, no. So why why did you draw the line there? He was a touring member of the band. He didn't, so you're saying people who recorded records That's should be. That's what I'm be, saying. Should yeah, be. Not do. multiple records. He's twigged. He's twigged. I've twigged it, people. He's twigged it. So multiple records, that rule is a nonsense. And I will challenge the people in positions of I authority. thought you said you were a lack no, or a budding citizen. I'm not anymore. He's changed his mind. I, I am now a, a G. I'm a G. A gangster. Yeah, I'm a G. He's finally accepted that he's a G. Yeah. So I'm going to do all the things that Gs do. Like Snoop Dogg. Uh, and that includes... A massive campaign against the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That all of the gangsters did. I remember in Gangsters Paradise. Oh, uh, I've been spending most of my life. Life challenging. Been spending most of my life challenging the Hall of Fame induction rules. Is how it's it went. It's bullshit and I'm a G. Wait and see, you will be. I said that you will be if you wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's that film called? Uh, the, the Gangsters Paradise was from. 
Dangerous Minds. Yeah, Dangerous, uh, dangerous Minds, yeah, Michelle right. Pfeiffer. So, Josh, the youngest ever inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Great. Guess how old the second youngest was at the time. I don't know necessarily about now. Okay, so how old was Josh? Josh was 32. And he was, he was the youngest? Yeah. Second, second youngest? Yeah. I'm surprised Hanson aren't in there. Oh, Umbop. Yeah, they, I mean, they were very young. They, they were. And Jackson 5, I think Michael was only about 6 when he started. Yeah, but presumably he was inducted at a much later, later age. Presumably. If he was inducted at all, I'm assuming he was. Is he rock and roll? He's more pop. I think he's done a couple of rock tracks. Dirty Diana. Yeah, um, Earth Song. Um, Black and White with Slash. There you go. Yeah, no, he, he is rock, sometimes. Yes. Anyway, so Josh was 32. Yeah. I mean, that's not particularly How old's the next oldest person? I'm assuming. The next youngest person. Uh, I'm assuming the next youngest person would have been 38. Just absolutely spot on. <laughs> yeah, great. Brilliant. Who Did was you research that for once? No. It was a Mr. Stevie Wonder, who, of course, wrote Higher Ground, which they are performing. 38. So it all comes together. You should have asked me who it was. I on never st- would have said Stevie Wonder. On stage for this performance, we have Ronnie Wood. Mm. George Clinton, or Drunk Man Shouting, as I call him. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Slash, it's great to see the Hoffmeister General and Slash having so much fun together. Yes. Um, Billy Joe Armstrong. Of Green Day fame. Kenny Jones from The Face of Small Faces on the drums. Yeah. Michael Hampton, who's that man that falls over on the floor. He's from Funkadelic. Uh, oh, wait, wait, affiliated to George Clinton, of course. When you say fall over on the floor, is rolls, he the guy who rolls, rolls, oh, rolls I thought that was George Clinton. No, George was doing other bits and pieces at the time. Right. That's Michael Hampton, I believe, to the very core of my soul. Right, okay. Uh, the three drummers, of course, are Kenny Jones in the black and white T-shirt on the band's stage left. left. Yeah. Chad on drums, and I think it's Cliff maintaining his position from Give It Away. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, of course, you've got um, Mauro Fosco yeah, and Chris Warren as well. Not presumably um, inducted. He... Although he was a character, he was on multiple records. So, well, no, but he's not a listed member, I suppose. It's difficult. It gets a grey area. Yeah. This is just fun. I've written stacks of amps. Billy Joe on the silent acoustic. It takes yeah. the bash in the cymbals with it at one point. I was surprised. He probably thought there's no way that anyone can hear me. I'm not even plugged in. No. Uh, we've got. But he gets a thank you from the Swan at the end. Yeah, of course he does. Well, the Swan's a gregarious fellow. Yeah, no, it's nice. This is, as I said, organised chaos. It's great fun. You've got an incredible mixture of people from across the years and across the disciplines of music. Yes, and what more could you ask for? Not a lot. Josh, obviously, doing the main stuff and the main fills. Slash doing a lot of lead work. Mm. So we can call him Little Philip there. Um, you've got. Uh, well, it does go off the rails slightly. I think. When, um, George starts just shouting. Well, the swan ducks out completely. Yeah, and just says, look, George, you crack on. Yeah. Because actually, t- initially, the swan sounds brilliant. This is another, another example of, you think, well, how did the swan get a reputation for not being a great... A great, a great live performer. Yeah, when he comes on here and it's absolutely phenomenal. He's oh. had a couple of tunes to warm up. He yeah. sounds great. Yeah, he sounds great. He looks confident. Yeah. Because there are times when he, he kind of loses that air of... That arrogance, that confidence. Mm. But when he's performing like this, I mean, it's staggering how good he sounds. I thought it was bloody taped again. And even then the swan wasn't taped. 
No, no, exactly. He, he sounds, sounds absolutely superb. So, for all those naysayers out there, yeah. I say this. Yay. Yay say. Hmm. Yeah, that's all I'll say. I mean, it's not a very convincing argument, but it's... Well, it's, 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 it's a couple of words strung together. Got those two blonde ladies doing that wavy dance. They're having a tremendous time at the front. Absolute way out of time. Slash does a finger-style solo. Um... Ooh, what more strange. could you ask for? Slash, though, I can tell Tom you what Hanks I has produced the whole thing. Has he? Yeah. Fantastic. So what I could ask for. Slash not to play the guitar by strumming the strings over the neck of the guitar, which I don't think looks cool. But he's strumming it like this. No. Oh, right. With his strumming hand right over the neck. Yeah, Come on, mate. Slash doesn't need to worry about looking cool. He's yeah, but I think that he looked uncool there for the first time ever. Uncle Slash. He looks very uncle. Yeah, you've got Billy Joe playing Josh's strings. Big hugs all around. Yeah, I mean, it it really is. It's generational integration. It certainly is. Absolute fun. At its finest. At its finest. So I give this a solid 8 out of 10. Oh, right. Okay, this is the first time we've scored (laughs) anything. If I was going to score this, which I wasn't. But But are you now? Yes, I am. I would give it an 8.5. Really? Just to, just, just, to... just to get it slightly higher than me. <laughs> yeah. Fine. I will. You'll be unsurprised to hear. Uh, well, you've just... already given No, it. I'm going to up mine slightly. 8.6. 8.6. <laughs> okay, well, you know, I don't mind. I'll let you have that because, you know, you're a good guy. I am. Next, we are going to have the Red Hot Chili Peppers collaborating. Oh, is there another one? P-Mail. Oh, of course, yeah. I thought that was the last one. So let's crack on to a little Great, song. I can like... have another couple of babies. I like to call... Dines. David. Dark Necessities. Oh. <laughs> 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 what should these songs just called David? <laughs> As we necessitate darkly out of Can't Stop 2, Red Hot Chili Peppers featuring Post Malone. Yes. Sammy Boy Townsend, tell me what you made of that. What a performance, what a tune. What a great song, what a performance, what a tune. It's been a while since I've listened to Dark Necessities. And it's been been a while since I watched it live. Man, it's a shame that we're never going to see that again. That is, it's a great shame. Although you will hear the main riff. Uh, at shows. <laughs> yeah, fairly regular. <laughs> um, this is a video that op- 
the house ambassador had regularly told me how much he liked or likes Post Malone. Yes. This was the thing that opened my eyes to just how good a musician he is. Yeah. Because that performance of Stay that he does at the beginning, that little snippet of Stay on the acoustic guitar, is wonderful. Yeah. Really yeah. good. Then he goes on into that tunnel section mm. uh, to do Rockstar and then pops up with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What, what's an overall performance? Yeah, it's great. Uh, the the swan, boys are all looking sharp. Yeah, Josh is... Josh, that suit makes Josh look really tall. Yes. Chad, snappily dressed, backwards cap. I mean, he is tall. Yeah, I know. Well, back in those days, you had Josh and Chad, who were both uh, behemoths of men. Yeah, and, and Anthony and Flea are both fairly short. Mm. So I guess overall, probably averaged it out. Just about. I like the swan uh, when he takes his top off and throws it up in the air. I like that it's a snappy, it's a sharp, shortened intro. It's a sharp, yeah, shortened the, outro. A little yes. bit messy at the end. But Josh really comes to the party here with, with all of those effects going on. Yeah, and his backing vocals sound fantastic. Yeah, superb. Post Malone really adds something on the choruses. We've only got three vocalists at play here. Hmm. Right, P-Mal, uh, A-Keyed, and of course, uh, Jokling. Yeah, all working their socks off, vocally. Yeah. The Swan, obviously, when he threw his jacket off, was concerned. There was concern. It was going to be a, a slip hazard. Yeah, because he had to kick it away, didn't he? He kicked it away, which is just very responsible behaviour. It makes you... You also see at that point there's cameramen like circling around him. And there's we know with the Swans style of performance, that could have gone wrong. It could have, but it didn't. And going back to the, the shortened intro, hmm. the Swan just about gets there. Well, he misses his cue, doesn't he? Bless yeah. him. Yeah. But we'll let that slide because it is a, Chad, an edited Chad, version. Chad, Chad just laughs at it. Yeah, he has a bit of a smile about it, doesn't he? What's a clown? Hmm. Who, Chad or the swan? Well, that's what Chad's thinking. Oh, uh, yeah. That guy. We've, we've practiced this. Yeah. We've practiced this edited version of the song. Yeah. He still, he still couldn't do it. Get a teleprompter with a timer, he's thinking. That's what he's thinking. When was this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, it was the, was, it was the cling off era. He was. So, <laughs> Hang on, maybe so, I do know. He was. So cool. I, can, I can go as far as say it was the sixty-first Grammy Awards. <laughs> Why didn't you write the date down? Why didn't you write the date down? I didn't write. I don't Don't you call me a clown? You call the swallow clown, and they call him a clown. I'm clowning everyone off. Oh dear. You better walk back the fact that the Swan O'Clown. So, Chad, just the, Chad myth, was the myth was thinking the Swan O'Clown. Yeah, clown. you know, it's, obviously it's uh, speculation. But you can't deny that you called me a clown. I did. Right. Uh, but I take it back. Thank you. Thank you. There's, as we all know, there's only one place for clowns. Exactly, and that is the circus. It is. Or and Stephen King books. It. Well, yeah, but, I mean, traditionally, traditionally speaking, yeah, sure. they were circus-based terms of appearance. Many people are scared of clowns, of course. Do you know what the uh, fear of clowns is actually called? I do, yeah. Can you tell me? Yes. Go on then. Clownitis. Clownitis. Close. That's more of the... That's when you catch a clown. Anyway, I think there isn't so much to say about this one. It's just a hella performance. Hang on, did you say it's just a hella performance? Yeah, I did, yeah. Wow, is that is that a new thing you're doing? Well, it's kind of uh, American street slang, if you say it's hella good. Yeah, I, know, I mean, I've heard it, I've, I've never agreed with it. And well, now you're doing now it. Now I'm doing it on the podcast. Yeah. It's a hella performance. Yeah. 
I think everybody's contributing brilliantly. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I've enjoyed each of these four performances that we that we're going to talk about. We've talked about them all now. Yes, they've all given me good feelings in different ways. Exactly, the variety of good feelings is what surprised me. We had three Joshes and only one John, of course. Well, you know what they say. What they say? Josh had a great time with the band, and we all appreciate him greatly. Yeah, exactly. And well done, Josh, for moving on to in the way you have and really establishing yourself in so many other fields. Well, the same field. Yeah, but just different. Yeah, it's like not like crops. it's not like he's become an archaeologist. No, he hasn't. That'd be cool. Well, maybe right? that you know. He's got big hands. He's got big hands. Yeah, I know, but I, no, I have tried this. Digging up an uh, an ancient artefact with a guitar is not easy. No, it's not. He should become a professional holder of big things. Oh, yeah, because of his hands. At a height. Because he's tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to the socials, and then we've got to get out of here tonight, haven't we? Have we? Uh, I live here. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of us has got to go. Yes. <laughs> So as we move into the socials and ways to contact us, it's always worth saying that we are, in fact, part of the Deep Dive Podcast Network. Oh, at yeah. Deep Dive Podnet on Twitter. Go and check it out. Many sensational podcasts about lots of different bands. You know what they say about the Deep, Deep Dive Podcast Network? Go on. Sensacionale. They do. That's what they say in Spain. That's or what Italy. They say in Italy. In Italy, of course, yeah. yeah. And in Spain, they say sensational in Spanish. We are also available to contact if you want to become an ambassador, be part of this nonsense. It is uh, an, an email to be sent in, mm. bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com. Email in. We will send a badge anywhere in the world. We've had an influx of... Uh, we cover the costs. An influx. Oh, it's been horrendous. It's been crippling recently. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been tremendous. Yeah, do write in. We'll send it anywhere. America, Africa, uh, Asia. Europe, Asia, Australia. A- Asia? Anywhere. <laughs> yes. Anywhere in the world, we'll send it. Uh, check out the website where it's hosted, bentownsandmusic.net, where there's bits and pieces on there, some music that I've done, some cartoons that I've done. Yeah. All the stuff you need to know about this podcast. Oh, uh, it's information overload. It certainly is. Sam, let's get into those socials. What are you on Twitter, for example? One, two, three, four, at Stack Townsend. I am, of course, at University RHCP on Insta. Uh, I am, well, we are, unispeak-rhcp podcast. Thank you, Ben. No, that's not what we are. That was Reddit. On Instagram, university-speaking-rhcp underscore pod. Okay, let's just run through those smoothly and and totes cool. Really bed it in. Yeah. Okay. I am on Twitter, at university-rhcp. Sam, you are? That's us. I'm at Stack Townsend. On Insta, we are university-speaking-rhcp underscore pod. Please write in, communicate with us in any way possible, email, Twitter, Instagram, just normal mail, but you won't know where to send it, so don't worry about that one. Sammy Boy, are we going out on a song? Yo, one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six. Stop counting, sing just, a song. I just don't, I'm just counting away. Red Hot Mama from Louisiana. Yeah. Domino way to Havana. She's yes. been cooped up too long. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Uh, uh. 
Jump. Go. Red Hot to Mama o from to Louisiana. The o to the P, Snoop Dogg, D-O, Double G, sing it she out been and rap down this way. Chitty Pepper said, Chitty Pepper said, uh, she been uh, cooped up. Red she been cooped up. She been roped up. She been flying. She been dying, but she been dying because that's not very nice. But she thought twice about coming to the show. Yo, Red Hot Mama from Louisiana. Louisiana. Rhymes of Spanner. She been cooped up. Red hot mama from Louisiana, thumbing her way to Havana. She been cooped up too long. Red hot mama from Louisiana, thumbing her way to Havana. She been cooped up too long.